there is a again, it's a 10 p.m. flight because when you're flying from Kauai to Indy, it's a 11 hour flight, so it has to happen late at night. And we get on the flight, and some guy is like, Well, I'm putting on my mask. And the flight attendant was like, You have to put on your mask, it's the policy. And he did not want to do it. And so he got thrown off the flight. And so at 10 p.m., I'm like, good, because I'm not about to deal with this. Nonsense. So the guy refused to wear his mask. He, was he perhaps inebriated? Uh, I, I couldn't say. That's not fair to me, for me to say. But if you, th- if you were saying your guess. Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, and so, okay. Do we consider that, guys, an unruly passenger worthy of putting on a list that says he is restricted in his ability to travel? No. I just for that one time, I would be okay with him not traveling. Oh, no one's going to make the argument that there are rules. And even I, who oppose masks and mask mandates, and I still have people just just jabbering at me on Twitter. This is the good one. Your right to choose isn't more important than people's lives, and the amount of inconvenience is minimal. Public health takes precedence over you. If being an American means caring about, about others is wrong. Okay, first, public health does not take precedence over the Constitution. Never has and never will. The rights remain. If they don't remain in a crisis, they don't actually exist. What an un-American thing to to say. Your right to choose isn't more important than people's lives. That's a weird, weird take. Weird, weird take to have because it's just like something you say. You never actually thought what it means. And I'm not about to decipher it for you. You got to decipher that one and then explain yourself uh, much, much better. I don't want the person who refuses to wear a mask told they can never fly again. Correct. Certainly, I have no problem if they don't take that flight. Sure. The airline is not your problem here. The airline is so absolutely regulated in every which way that if they said to the federal government, we're not forcing people into masks, well, they wouldn't be able to fly at all. It's a problem. Now, I will tell you, as someone who just took a flight uh, from Fort Lauderdale, back home to Indy and certainly have done done some planes. I have found that when you're holding a drink, no one really bothers you. Only once on a plane was I told to put my mask up above my nose. Just I'm not bothered. I'm not bothered. No no one's bothered me. No one's no one's on my case. It 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 it, it isn't happening in that way. It doesn't mean it isn't happening for others that way because we've seen the videos. So, for example, when a family is told you have to put a mask on your two-year-old and the two-year-old um, is, is, won't wear the mask, that's not an unruly family. That's a flight attendant who needs to be uh, taken off of a flight. Let me say that again. When a grown man inebriated or, or, or otherwise impaired or totally sober, refuses to wear a mask, you take him off the flight. I'm cool with that. I got that. When a two-year-old won't wear a mask, you don't throw the family off. That's ridiculous. That there are flight attendants who would do that? It's embarrassing. It really is. And you need to be taken off the plane. You need to go because you're, you're wrong in your approach. No one cares that the two-year-old is not wearing a mask, except for, of course, this lunatic uh, who's, who's uh, you know, yelling at me on Twitter. I shouldn't say that. There are some people who think that you should force a two-year-old into a mask, but, you know, those people are 
deranged. Can we set the standard right now? Like, what is the standard? See, that's just it. What constitutes unruly? So we've seen the video of people who start fights on planes, people who punch flight attendants on planes. If you said, okay, America, here's where we're at. You punch a flight attendant on a plane who didn't punch you first, you don't get to fly again. Yeah, no, you're banned forever. But some people might say, whoa, 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 whoa. Why am I banned forever? If I punch somebody in the street, maybe I'll go to jail for six months. That's a terrible comparison. Uh, but it's but it's true, right? It's totally true. We wouldn't ban somebody from movement for the rest of their life. So what happens? We're in we're in a place with this conversation where we can get people of different uh, politics and different thoughts to agree on a basic. Don't act like a schmuck on a plane. But once you do that, once you get past that, how you figure everything else out is very, very difficult. Because if you were to say that the Secretary of Transportation is right and we should have a, 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 a no-fly list for unruly passengers, wait till you find out who's unruly. You create a situation of absolute fear. Now, we already have a system by which the captain at any moment can stop a flight, turn a flight around, land wherever they want, and remove people from the plane. I believe that that is proper. The captain is indeed the final arbiter of that plane. The captain is the final arbiter of what happens and who stays and who goes. Don't care if you like it or not. Them be the rules. You got to at least have that one. But the idea of a no-fly list for unruly passengers. Wait till we find out what's unruly. Wait until we find out what's unruly. This is where the argument falls apart. So I favor not allowing people, you know, dealing with people who punch a flight attendant in the face or punch passengers in the face. I believe in throwing them off the plane, and I don't mind if charges are brought against them, and they could very well be federal charges because it's on an airplane, which in and of itself is a larger problem than happening in your local municipality. But for forever, nah. Can't do it. It's giving this federal government way too much power. Just can't have it. More to get to. I'm Tony Katz. Ow. So we were discussing, what do you do about unruly passengers on a plane? And is a no-fly list the answer? Do they not fly for forever? This is what's being discussed. The Secretary of Transportation, Pete Buttigieg, is getting in on the conversation. Me, I'm Tony Katz. Tony Katz today, Sally joined us right now, a former flight uh, attendant. And and Sally, uh, first things first, you've seen maybe possibly crazy things on a, on a, on a flight has anybody ever tried to attack you on a plane? Not physically, but verbally, absolutely. So there was a berating. There was nasty people being nasty. Absolutely. So, However, let me add that I did retire during COVID because of COVID. So I retired. I took the retirement that was offered uh, in July of 2020. I would still be flying if it were not for COVID. So, okay, so you, 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 you would have gone back. Now the question is, 
people Hello? who are, are acting up on a plane, and there's, I guess, different levels of acting up, is the answer Correct. never to let them fly again? How do flight attendants see it? Well, I think it would depend on the infraction. But first of all, let me just tell you that what it, it, it comes down to this, not adhering to crew member instructions. So that could be anything from not wearing your seatbelt and now to not wearing the mask, getting up out of your seat when you're not supposed to be out of your seat. Those That falls under not following crew instructions. And then, of course, it escalates, you know, then when you get into the verbal, the threats, the right. verbal threats, physical threats, and then, of course, anything that has to do with, uh, God forbid, hijacking or bombs or anything Whoa, no, like yeah. that. We're, we're, the, the, the terrorism stuff I think we see over here, we're talking about uh, the damn fool who won't wear a mask to the damn fool who Absolutely. decides to punch a flight attendant. The question Absolutely. is, do flight attendants think these people should be kept from flying forever? I would say that for the extreme cases, absolutely, because why should bad behavior be rewarded? You know, there have to be consequences for people's actions. I mean, you don't go, I mean, most rational people don't go into a restaurant or a retail establishment and, as you say, act a fool and just get away with it. I mean, we have to have some type of order and civilization. And here's the thing also. So if, if people aren't really intimately familiar with aviation, so if a plane has to make an emergency landing, every time a plane lands, they have to pay a landing fee. That is huge. So, okay, so what? We're just, the airline's just supposed to forget that? I mean, that cost has to get passed on. People complain about the price of tickets. We'll oh, wait a second. Don't, let's, let's not get overly confused, Sally, or, 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 or confuse the conversation. I'll make them pay is totally fine by me. Put the fine on them. The question here is about, you know, the, the idea of what is something that gets you kicked off of a plane versus something that keeps you kicked off of a plane. Sally, I appreciate you calling in. I appreciate the thoughts. We'll talk more in the future. That's the question. I don't think anybody's saying if someone's being unruly and the plane's got to land, it's on that dude. And I think everybody on the plane should get 100 bucks for just having their time wasted. That's, that's my take. Stephen A. Smith, Neil Young, these are the things moving America. Honestly, they actually are. Keep it here. I'm Tony Katz.